Welcome to the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. I'm Janelle Davis, and today it's All in a Life's Work with a series of four recordings of Arcangelo Corelli's complete published chamber music performed by the Avison Ensemble. The first of the series, Corelli's Opus 6 Concerti Grossi, was put out by Lynn Records in 2013 and memorialized the 300th anniversary of the composer's death. Just released in April of this year is the last in the series, Corelli's Opus 1 and Opus 3 Trio Sonatas, and in between the seminal Opus 5 Violin Sonatas and the Opus 2 and Opus 4 Sonatas de Camera. All have been a joy to listen to. The complete works of Corelli, it's been a while since such a project was undertaken, and a fresh recording of Corelli's music is much welcomed. Coming up, we'll get a taste of the series, a sampler flight presented by the Avison Ensemble, led by Pavlo Bizhnoshuk. Let's work backwards, from Corelli's last publication, his Opus 6 Concerti Grossi. These might be Corelli's most celebrated works, but alas, they're ones he never saw in print, as they were published posthumously in 1714, shortly after he died. Here's the Avison Ensemble performing with ease and attention to detail in this lilting allegro from Opus 6 No. 4, the fast bits in the coda, exciting and tossed off at the end. An illusion of effortlessness resulting from the ensemble's well-developed sense of poise and self-control. Opus 6 concertos are scored for a concertino set of soloists, two trebles with basso continuo, doubled and reinforced by an additional group of piano players. In many ways, the concerti are enhanced trio sonatas, a genre for which Corelli composed most prolifically. But besides trio sonatas and concerti grossi are Corelli's hugely influential Opus 5 solo violin sonatas. All of these sonatas were recorded by Pavlo Bizhnozhuk, and were released as the second recording of the Avison Ensemble's series of Corelli's complete chamber music. In the past few decades, there have been numerous recordings of these works. Menzi and Igars come to mind. But here we have another, and one thing that the Avison Ensemble explores in their version is the varied use of continual. Now, the question of what continual instruments are appropriate for Corelli's Opus 5 has long been experimented with. The title page of the original publication reads Violino e Violone o Cembali. So just cello or just harpsichord seem to be what's indicated. But then questions arise. What instrument exactly did Corelli mean by violone? If indeed it was the cello, should the cellist also realize figures and play chords when possible? And what about using a bowed bass and a harpsichord? 
Would that have been appropriate? And what about the performance practice of adding other plucked continuo instruments like the lute or the orbel or guitar, or other keyboard instruments like the organ? The Avison Ensemble tries many of these continual permutations with Roger Hamilton playing harpsichord and organ, Paula Chetanouf on arch lute and guitar, and Richard Tunnicliffe playing cello, but not usually all at the same time. Listen here to some of a lovely adagio from the first sonata. little flourishes you hear in that adagio were added by Bishnoshuk himself. Many of Corelli's contemporaries made ornamented versions of the sonatas as well, but there is one edition in particular of ornaments printed in Amsterdam in 1710 that became famous for supposedly being Corelli's own, even though they probably weren't. Other admirers added not only ornamentation in slow movements, but variations in fast ones, like the 18th century Englishman Matthew Dubourg, who added material to Corelli's 11th sonata. Following in his footsteps, Bjnozhuk adds his own voice to the mix with newly composed variations on the gavotte from the sonata in F major, opus 5, number 10. Most recent releases in the Avison Ensemble's series are both devoted to Corelli's trio sonatas, which are divided into two types, the sacred da chiesa church form or the secular da camera chamber form. The church versus chamber sonatas have less to do with where they were performed than the form in which they were composed. Like the gavotte we just heard, the da camera sonatas are made up of a series of dance movements, alamand, saraband, corrente, bourrée, jig, and so on, Church sonatas, on the other hand, are generally four movements of alternating slow and fast tempos and often contain fugal or imitative sections. Of the da camera or dance-based sonatas, one of my favorite performances by the Avison Ensemble was the Ciccona from the Opus 2 No. 12 sonata. It's the same cast of characters with the addition of Caroline Balding featured on the violin. (laughs) 
Their most recent release in April of this year of the Opus 1 and Opus 3 church sonatas, Da Chiesa, the Avison Ensemble completes the Corelli cycle. Here's a bit of that characteristic, imitative Chiesa style from the Opus 3 collection, the sunny F major allegro movement from the Sonata Number no. 1. enjoyed this set beyond measure, and from listening to the Avison Ensemble, I'm reminded that fast movements need not teeter on the edge to impress, and also that slow movements don't need excessive ornamentation to be effective, but just enough to add interest and beauty without becoming obtrusive. The energy on these recordings is bursting, yet at the same time held, and always there is an essentially vocal lyricism that underlies the playing. I was never bored with these CDs and even found myself putting many tracks on repeat. There are already many wonderful collections of Corelli's chamber music recorded by groups like the Purcell Quartet, the New Dutch Academy, the English Concert, Academia Byzantina, Musica Amphion, London Baroque, and many others, I'm sure. And hey, you may already own most of those recordings, but the Avison Ensemble adds something special and solid to the mix, and it's worth hearing it in its entirety. If you'd like more information about the Avison Ensemble and their recordings that we featured today, you'll find links on our website. Just visit harmoniaearlymusic.org. While you're there, have a look around at our archive of blogs, podcasts, and shows, and don't forget to visit our online shop, where a portion of your purchase will benefit Harmonia. This has been the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. I'm Janelle Davis. Thanks for listening. <laughs>